guys, it's Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by John Bush of Armored Saint. Congratulations on the new live album, Carp Nottum. You can shut your eyes and be there in the crowd. You really can. How pleased are you with the finished uh, album? Well, thanks. Uh, we think it's a really cool way to catch Armored Saint if you didn't actually see us live. So you can put on headphones, like you said, and uh, imagine you're in the show at Wacken in Germany. You recorded the album at Wacken and Aschaffenburg in Germany. Was it an easy decision to choose yes. to choose those festival dates? Aschaffenburg is a is a club show. It's a small club outside of Frankfurt, and then uh, the Wacken is uh, quite the opposite of a club show. It's a uh, well, I guess it's a club show with about seventy thousand people. We played in a tent. That show was um, recorded in one of the tents. It held maybe like six to eight thousand people, but it was still pretty awesome. And it's always a big, great festival. To you released the live album Saints Will Conquer in 1989. How does Carp Nocturne compare? Well, it sounds a lot better, for one. Um, it's, uh, you know, Saints Will Conquer was cool because it was very raw. It had, you know, at that point, we were touring for Raising Fear, which was when we were a four-piece band. Um, obviously, it has Dave Pritchard on it, which is really great because Dave's no longer with us. But, you know, this record just sounds like it was a live record of Armored Singing 2017. So it, it just sounds like the way we do live and um, production, which was primarily done by Joey and the mixing, it sounds just sounds really excellent. So it just sounds a little bit better than Saints Will Conquer does. <laughs> You'll be playing some dates in the UK in March. Are you hopeful to return to the UK and try and do a more extensive tour at some stage? Well, we, we the place that we played in the last couple of times that we've been in Britain has been London, and I know that some fans have kind of complained about that, so that's why we've added a couple of shows around the Hammerfest that we're doing in Wells. Um, so we're playing Manchester and we're playing Birmingham, and these are two cities that we've never been to in the history of the band, so it's exciting to do those places. Obviously, I played them uh, many times with Anthrax, and, you know, Birmingham is a city that Judas Priest and Black Sabbath are from, so, you know, we're, we're honored to be playing there and excited about doing some shows uh, that are different than, uh, than playing London or, uh, you know, anywhere else in Britain, but uh, I think it should be, I think it should be a lot of fun. We're also excited about playing in Wales, which we've never been to in the history of the band, so that should be fun, too. Armored Saint are as relevant as they were in the early 80s. What you put this down to? Well, I think that we just, uh, we've had a long, lot of longevity uh, through the years and been able to keep it going. And even then, when there was a period of time when I was out of the band and, and Anthrax, you know, I think Armored Saints uh, always was in a lot of people's hearts and soul. And, you know, there's always been this uh, strong commitment and loyalty from our fan base uh, that kept it going even when I was not in the group. Uh, as I said, and, you know, in the early days, I think that was the thing that we really wanted to try to achieve is just being around for a long time, because um, you can't really determine what kind of success you're going to have as far as financially or how many records you're going to sell. You can only control what you can, and that's the quality of the music and the quality of your performances. So that's the thing that we 
strive to do and be around for a long time, not be somebody who makes two records uh, as a band for five years and then is done. So we started in 1983 making our first EP and we just released a live record in 2017, which is crazy to me. Um, so I guess we've done pretty well as far as sticking around. You've had an amazing career and still doing what you love in 2017. Do you think you will ever release an autobiography? It'd be fun to do some kind of book or some kind of story about the band's life. I haven't really thought about that in any great detail. I haven't really like attempted to do that yet, but um, I think the Albert Sane story is pretty exciting. If you think about um, just everything that we went through in the early days, being part of the L.A. metal scene um, in the you know, early 80s when it was uh, having all the bands come out of Los Angeles, even though a lot of them were a different style of group than we were, but we were still part of the L.A. scene in the early 80s. They had my years in Anthrax, making uh, three records on a major label in the early 80s, which was pretty astonishing considering that we didn't really uh, have the biggest success in the world, so that was an accomplishment. Losing Dave Pritchard, one of our best friends and guitar player to um, coming back, making Simple Salvation after that was uh, quite an accomplishment. And then being here and releasing something like One Hands Down, which we think is maybe our best record to, of our career, still you know, 30 years later. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a big story there. So book. I don't know. Maybe one day.
I'm probably about two years, three years, no, actually four years younger than you. So I sort of like got into metal 1981, 82. And so I can remember the EP from Armoured Saint. God, it was a long time ago. We never, we never really toured England properly. You know, the first time we actually ever came to play in Britain was in 1991 at the Marquee. And that was eight years after our EP came out. So we kind of have to make up for lost time in the UK. And um, we're going to try to do that on this upcoming run. I hope so. But don't forget Scotland. There's Edinburgh and Glasgow to look at as well. I love, I love Scotland, and you know, some of the best shows I've ever had in my life with, were with Anthrax in, in Glasgow, so I completely never think, I never forget about Scotland. That'd be great if you can come back with Armoured Saint sometime up to there. Armoured Saint were formed in the early 80s. Those were hedonistic days to be in a heavy metal band, as a band and a fan. Can you tell me your most outrageous story from those days that comes to mind straight away? We were at this hotel in Los Angeles called the Bonaventure. New Year's and I think the Metallica guys were there and we were some people were dropping bottles out of the hotel uh, windows which are probably not the smartest thing to do because probably could have killed somebody but it was quite crazy and uh, it was a New Year's Eve so I'm sure a lot of people were extremely intoxicated so that was a crazy memory playing many shows at the Troubadour which was one of our, our fondest places to play in Los Angeles we always had great gigs there the security, they knew that every time we'd come, we were going to try to sneak in a bottle of like Jack Daniels or some kind of liquor, and they, they would always search our bags, but they had kind of this love-hate relationship with us, because we were always drawing a lot of people there, but um, I wish we could actually go back to play the Troubadour and do maybe a, like a live video from there, because we had a lot of great performances there, and we, we uh, I love that, it's one of my favorite clubs. We played there with Rad, we played there with Wasp, we had some legendary shows back in the day there and unfortunately a lot of people that play there were mostly like alternative or almost like folk bands so I don't know if it's the appropriate place to play anymore so I mean that, those stories are endless. Which album are you most proud of from your time with Anthrax and why? I, you know, I love all the records I made with Anthrax. Uh, you know I think they were just all different. Um, you know some were maybe a little more consistent than, the, uh, than others but um, I think Sound of One is, you know, set it all, set it all in motion. Um, it was a great record. Uh, 1993, everything was kind of changing in metal, and, and we were right there, a big part of it. And uh, it, was, it was showing the band evolving. It was awesome. Uh, Till We've Come For You All, which is, I think, the, the last record I made. And I think that was a really powerful and, and uh, diverse record. So, like I said, I'm, I'm happy with all the things I've made in Anthrax and all my time there. And, I think we had, uh, uh, you know, I, I, they exposed me in front of a lot of fans toured around the world. Even though it was kind of like the decline of, of metal and the rise of grunge mode, I think that we still uh, played a lot of shows throughout the world that were awesome and I have excellent memories of it.
You could have been the vocalist for Metallica. Do you ever sit back and think, if only from time to time? No, never. <laughs> In all honesty, it just wasn't my destiny to do that. Um, you know, I, I was, of course, honored to be considered for that, but um, I just, I, I can't imagine anyone singing Metallica songs other than James, except for one live performance that I did. Um, a few years back at the Fillmore when they did the uh, 30th anniversary shows, which was a uh, pretty awesome night and uh, a great memory for me. But no, I don't think it was it was was meant for me to. That was never meant to be my job. It was it was just not my destiny to do that. Uh, I always say it would probably be a bigger mistake to not join Anthrax because that was years later, and you know, my heart was saying I'd already established a lot, and, and I think we were ready for a break in the history of the band and. Um, you know, so I, yeah, I can't, I can't, that, that kind of stuff doesn't keep me up at night. I don't really think about it too much, um, other than the fact that I'm honored to be, to have been thought of to do it. But, um, like I said, it just, it wasn't my fate. If I was new to heavy metal, which two albums would you give to me to listen to? Oh boy. Um, how about Judas Priest, Unleashed in the East, and, um... Shoot, I'll throw a weird curveball. How about uh, Queens of the Stone Age rated R? Be uh, totally different from Priest. Are you glad you started out back then rather than now in this digital age? Well, it would be hard to, to have a new band these days, it seems like. Um, you know, everything's so much has changed in the music business. Um, obviously, you know, record sales not doing what they used to do and. Um, you know, there's probably more bands than there ever was, so it's more competitive. And, you know, luckily for a band like Armored Saint and a lot of older bands, uh, there's still a lot of desire to see groups like us and a lot of interest in, the, the you know, the bands who were the forefathers, as you will, um, that helped kind of generate the whole metal world. So it, we're fortunate. I, I wouldn't rather, I would, I'm happy to be where we are and it would be, I, I'm I'm so inept when it comes to technology. I'm just uh, I'm a bonehead when it comes to that. So I would not be a good person to try to lead a a new band these days. I, I would I would be making a lot of mistakes and counting on a lot of other people because I I don't have Facebook. Um, you know I I barely got a smartphone like maybe two years ago. So I'm. I'm just, uh, you know, I, I I still like using pencil lead, you know, for writing stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably I, it would be a, it would be a tall order to have a new band uh, for me these days. So I, I'm happy to be part of you know the '80s and 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 be part of a band that has a, a strong history. And um, that being said, I I think it's important to make a lot of uh, music that sounds current. I don't want to be stuck in the '80s by any means. And uh, you know, I. I I want to be uh, something that uh, is making music that sounds like the music that came out now. So I think that's really imperative. What would be John Bush's legacy to the world in years and centuries to come? I just think to be able to still do do what I do is a major accomplishment. To still be able to make records, um, still be a you know a band doing it, touring um, like Armor Saint has, even going to places like you know Manchester and Birmingham and Wales. You know I, I'm honored that that some people still have an interest in seeing this band. And I think that says a lot after all these years. So I don't really think about, you know, where my place is and where Armored Saints place is. I mean, I think that's for the fans and, and, you know, critics and those people to, to make those kind of determinations. But for me, I'm still 
stoked to be able to go play places that, uh, you know, uh, territories I love to go to. You know, I love coming to, to the UK and uh, we're going to Ireland. And uh, yeah, even though I played Dublin with uh, Anthrax back in the day, Armored Saint never has. It's very exciting. Um, you know, this is the home of Thin Lizzy and you too. You know, I it to me the, to be able to do those kind of things is super exciting, and and uh, I'm honored to still be able to do that. So I don't really think about it too much about where our place is and my place is. It, it's it's not really relevant. Can you tell me why we should buy Carp Nocturne? Oh, because it sounds like a great live record, and it sounds like uh, what Armor Saint sounds like live, and super powerful, raw. Um, not perfect, um, not flawless, which is what we aren't. You know, we're a band that uh, what you see is what you get. Um, that might even mean uh, some mistakes along the way, which I think is is welcoming at this point where everything is so perfect. Um, I think that's it's awesome to to be a band that uh, you know you never know what's going to sound like live. You just know that you're going to get something that feels like that night. Um, so that's what this record sounds like, and. If you wanted to be at an Arm and Saint show and you couldn't, then this is the next best thing. First one, small intimate gig or festival? Um, uh, I'd say a small intimate gig. Vinyl or digital? Vinyl, that's not even a question you need to ask. Thrash or sleaze metal? Oh god, well, uh, how about power metal? Go for it. Heaven or hell? <sighs> um, how about limbo? I like in his answers. This one's conscientious, right? So, Trump or Putin? <laughs> Please don't ask me that question. <laughs> the last fifth question. Pizza or beer? Uh, beer. Do you have any final messages to your fans and our listeners? Hey, uh, number one is I'm sorry for the uh, the dropouts during our interview. I apologize for that, but I'm driving to uh, to a, a place that we're going snowboarding. I had my son ditch school today, and uh, we're going, so I apologize for that, and hopefully it wasn't too annoying. Um, number two is thanks to all the fans through the years who stood by Armored Saint. Um, we, we really appreciate it. Um, obviously, we can't do this without you, and um, we're excited to come. Do some shows um, other than London, which a lot of people have complained that that's the only place we played in the last couple of years in the UK. So we're coming to Manchester, we're coming to Birmingham, we're coming to Belfast, we're coming to Wales, we're doing some places we've never been. We're sorry we're not coming to Glasgow. Uh, you know, I love Glasgow and, and playing shows there, and um, hopefully this is going to fulfill some people's uh, thirst for Armored Saint. This is John Bush from Armored Saint, and you are listening to the Metal Gods Meltdown. So turn it up!
so let it be felt at the mail shades of hell I set them free but I struggle to the lie it's too late now to turn the clock around frozen Wild outside, it's made by 